0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Tuesday morning. And we're glad you're with us today and we hope that we can be an encouragement to you as we continue to study the Word of God. I will say I commend you for being here, for listening, for watching, participating in this uh, anytime you can seek out the Word of God, I think is a wonderful thing. And our, our hope is to be an encouragement through the Word of God, which is truly powerful. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, as we continue our study through the book of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes chapter 7, I'm going to start reading in verse number 16, and we're going to cover. We talked, started talking yesterday about we or working through chapter 7, the idea of wisdom. Wisdom is something that he's moved from. Solomon's moved in this book from, the, from an overemphasis of vanity to now emphasizing the aspect of wisdom, kind of moving from the emptiness of the world, that a a world system or a world thinking that is absent of God, which when you get everything you can get is empty, to wisdom that can truly be fulfilling and really answers the questions. And so uh, we've talked for the last several weeks about this aspect of the emptiness of of a world system, now we're gonna move into how to find fulfillment in those things. Wisdom is where it starts. The Pro- book of Proverbs, written by Solomon as well, says the, um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So understand, wisdom itself, it's not knowledge, but it is, it is from God. We cannot get it without truly fearing God. Let's go ahead and read the verses we're gonna look at this morning. Ecclesiastes chapter seven, beginning in verse number 16. Be not righteous over much neither make thyself overwise. Why shouldest thou destroy thyself? Be not overmuch wicked, neither be thou foolish. Why shouldest thou die before thy time? It is good that thou shouldest take hold of this. Ye also from this withdraw not thine hand, for he that feareth God shall come forth of them all. Wisdom strengtheneth the wise more than 10 mighty men which are in the city. For there is not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. Also take no heed unto all the words that are spoken, lest thou hear thy servant curse thee. For oftentimes also thine own heart knoweth that thou thyself likewise hast cursed others so again he's using a lot of this some practical logical wisdom but he places a great emphasis on the aspect of wisdom now inevitably we're going to look at a certain passage here Uh, i I did this when i started looking at this because what exactly is solomon stating in this phrase really specifically in verse 16 where he says be not righteous over much need to make thyself over wise why shouldest thou destroy thyself so how did i destroy myself when i am righteous over much or over wise now in the language and the way it's put it's easy to be confused by this and simply what he's stating is don't make all of this about yourself we get this idea that anything that's going to happen has to be done by me i'm in control i have to conquer i have to accomplish this i have to solve this problem i have to fix this and if anything is going to happen good it has to be done through me and that is what we can become overwhelming so i we're trying to we're trying to you know encourage a, a family member but they won't listen to us. Well, there's nothing we can do there. We're trying to witness to somebody and they just won't seem to get it. We're trying to fix this problem or grow this ministry, whatever we're trying to do. I think what happens is wisdom helps us to recognize that in and of ourselves, we are tools of God and there are things we need to do, but if we are convinced that they're all in and of ourselves, we're gonna overdo it. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're really simply gonna say in the verse, uh, we will destroy ourselves. In thinking that we have to do it all. You know, there are just things in life we need to recognize that we can only do what we can and then God does the rest. But we have to do our part. I believe we have to do the possible. We have to do everything we can, and then God steps in the impossible. Can I state, and just an obvious factor, that I think a lot of people today refuse to do the possible and then are wondering why God won't do the impossible. They kind of sit back and say, I'm here, God should just take care of me and should just bless me because I'm here. And frankly, there is absolutely nowhere in Scripture that says that's true. As a matter of fact, many Scriptures prove that to be wrong. What we need to understand is if I'm not doing the part that I can in scripture, in obedience to God, then there is no reason for me to expect God to do anything to me. It, should, it just doesn't happen. So I must understand that first I must do my part, and that is seeking wisdom, following God, in obedience to God. All I wanna do is I'm gonna take a minute I mean, let me break these verses down real quick. Unpack a couple of the thoughts in these verses, and I'm going to read a couple of thoughts that I've read in one of the other books, and I thought were great. He continues to say in verse 19, "Be not overmuch wicked, neither be the foolish." Why shouldst thou die before thy time? Don't, don't move over to the wicked side, verse 18. It is good that thou shouldest take hold of this, what, of wisdom, of the fear of God. Yea, also from this redraw not thine hand. Well, here's what he says. For he that feareth God shall come forth of them all. That's what you're holding on to. That's what you're keeping on. The fear of God, which is the foundation of wisdom. Then he says in verse 19, Wisdom strengtheneth the wise within ten mighty cities, mighty men, which are in the city. Wisdom will give great help to a wise person more than, than physical strength, more than knowledge, more than any, any knowledgeable person or, or smart person can do. Wisdom is the thing that's gonna give us more of what we truly need. He says in verse uh, 20, for there is not, catch this, not a just man upon the earth that doeth good and sinneth not. That's just common sense. Romans 6, 3, for all of sin that can show the glory of God. We think we've got this covered because we're better, we're wise. There is nobody, In humankind, that is not perfect. It is not sinless. We we are all sinful. And so the, the thing that we're better, therefore, we're wise is, is wrong. He says in verse 20, but also take no heed unto all the words that are spoken, lest thou hear thy servant curse. Thee. don't worry about everything that's being said. Be careful that when we hear these rumors or hear that, that we're not overwhelmed. Hey, they said that. I, I, I've got to hear this. And I, what we do is we become consumed. We become anxious with the words that are being said by this person and that person. Don't, don't let it happen. Wisdom keeps me focused upon God and not focused upon the opinions and comments of other people. Now, again, I want to share. I mentioned that I read multiple different books and different thoughts as I'm preparing for this. And one of the, this this book I'm going to pull from it. The books written by Kerry Schmidt, so entitled Lie, um, "Live Lighter, Love Better," and it's just twelve biblical decisions for a meaningful life. And he's pulling certain principles from the Book of Ecclesiastes. Well, he dealt with this passage, really giving us some of the foundations of wisdom. And he's got some great thoughts in here that I want to share with you. Um, he starts with a warning: Wisdom will correct you. So are you reprovable? I mean, does God have the right to show you that you are wrong and to adjust your thinking? Can he correct you or do you resist the reproof and rebuke of God's word? If you are not reprovable by God, you'll never grow on that. He continues to say, if if your God always agrees with you, then you are probably conformed, you probably conformed him to your image rather than allowing him to conform you to his. And for the record, you can never shape God to your liking. So simply put, if God is not, if God always agrees with me, then obviously this is all about me. If I'm growing in Christ, if I'm in the word of God, wisdom will change me. And now here's, here's some explanations why. In the previous page, he says something I think is great. He gives us a basically breakdown of what wisdom is. Wisdom clarifies my priorities. It stabilizes my heart and sustains my pace. Wisdom is simply God's perspective or God's view. Wisdom is simply God's view on life, and that's what I have to see. So when I get God's view, obviously it'll change my view because I need to align myself with what he's doing. He continues to say, wisdom is is, um, simply God's perspective. It is a combination of three things. It is knowledge, knowing what is true. It is insight, seeing how truth impacts your circumstances and understanding, putting truth and insight into action. I have knowledge, I know how it's working, now I take this and I do something with that knowledge. A lot of us have knowledge, but are we using it to implement it into in daily life? We know what the Bible says about this or that, but are we living in obedience? That's when wisdom comes, living in obedience to the knowledge God has given us. He also says this, wisdom is God's good sense. Wisdom is simply what would make perfect sense if you were God, or if you happen to have access to God's mind, which you do. His Word is His mind. It's simply God's sense. So the more, the simple part is the more I look at the Word of God and I learn, the more I learn about God's thinking, the more I understand how God views different parts of life, and then I can live in light of that wisdom. And that's what we need to do. We need to view the world, the craziness, and everything today through God's lens. God's lens. All right, these things are happening. It's part of a sinful, fallen world. It's, it's part of what it is. We move on with it. We don't let it overly consume us. Let me encourage you. Again, remember, wisdom will change your thinking as it should. If you want to grow in the image of Christ and grow in wisdom and gain this, a powerful tool for life, you're going to have to get in the Word of God. You're going to have to let it change you. And he simply states that none of us are perfect. We need something to conform us and to wake us up to the truth of who we are, who, where we're fallen, and how we can improve that. I hope you're striving after that. I would state the fact that you're here listening to this or watching this tells me uh, that you are striving after this or else you wouldn't be seeking a a devotional podcast. And so I greatly appreciate the fact that you are. Keep it up. Keep going and keep into the Word of God. Read it. Think about it. Consider it. More importantly, do it. That's when we begin to see God doing great work in our life. Well, again, thanks for joining us on this Tuesday morning and giving me the opportunity to be part of your day. It's greatly appreciated. Hope it's an encouragement, and I hope it'll help you, and I hope you keep your eyes on Jesus throughout this day. Thanks again for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.